What's up guys, Rick Gaiman here and on this episode of 300 Yards to Unknown, I speak with Spencer Haddleman, CEO of Advantage Marketing and Talon Golf. It's a really interesting conversation about how marketing works for some of these larger, more famous resort courses in the country, like Bandon Dunes, like Sand Valley, places that you might think don't need marketing at all. It's really interesting how that all comes together. And I speak with Spencer about the creation of his apparel brand, Talon Golf, the sweatshirt that I'm wearing literally right now. So a uh, very interesting uh, conversation. I'm glad we were able to cover a bunch of different topics and I hope you enjoy. Let me welcome in Spencer Haddleman, CEO of Advantage Marketing. We're going to figure out what all that means in just one second. Fascinating guy you are, Spencer. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate the intro. I think uh, fascinating is a great, a great way to put it, and probably some people would agree with that. We are. I we chatted for a couple of minutes uh, last week, and I started to kind of peel back the layers of trying to figure out what's going on in your world. And I'm excited uh, to dive more and more into it. I think our our biggest intersection, uh, which is why you're here talking on this podcast, is obviously is obviously the golf. So Advantage Marketing, um, seemingly a a company that does everything and anything for a lot of other businesses, but you have uh, carved out a an area in, in kind of the golf course promotion that I've really never knew existed. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, our, our agency are, you know, taking it back a step, like my whole life, I've been an avid golfer. I played high school golf. Um, you know, I was letter in varsity four years, all conference three years. Uh, I didn't play D1 in college or anything like that. I had some Division three offers, but I per- per- chose to pursue my education at the University of Wisconsin and, and instead socially enjoy myself, get a good education, and play every Friday when it was 50 degrees or more. Nice. Um, you know, and, and actually their university course there, they host the Champions Tour right now. So it's uh, that Steve Stricker does. Yeah. Okay. And uh, University Ridge, so it's a it's a fantastic course uh, up in Madison. But um, you know, so then I got into advertising, marketing, and and uh, you know had a at a previous company had a one golf client that's a like a national club bidder, and so I'd never worked with the course before, and and I started Advantage Marketing in 2015, and. Um, you know, I was I was lucky enough to have a relationship with the Kaiser family um, that a lot of people in the golf industry know. Um, you know, as the owners of Banda Dunes and um, other properties, and and at the same time, um, as I started Advantage, they were starting Sand Valley in Wisconsin, okay. and you know, so I, I came in and and had the opportunity to pitch them and on what I would do. Um, you know, to, to help supplement their efforts and, and their playbook that they've had before. And, um, you know, came in with, with fresh ideas and what I would say are not bad habits that maybe other people in, in the industry have had and, and not a fault of their own, just because luckily for me, I even though I understand the golf consumer, I understand you know, who they are, how they act and their habits and everything of that nature. I still had a lot of experience with other types of industries and knowledge that I could apply to, you know, escalate golf resort marketing or destination marketing or 
or golf property marketing. And, and that's what I did. And, and, you know, obviously I think our work at Sand Valley has spoken for itself. And, and after a few months working there, they asked us to help abandon dunes. And then, you know, now fast forward five, almost six years later, <laughs> you know, we're working with over 80 properties in the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I bet by next year, it'll be closer to 100, 115. I, it's, it's really fascinating to me because you, you named a couple of, of heavyweights there, right? Bandon Dunes, Sand Valley. I, as a uh, naive outsider looking in, would say, Spencer, they don't need marketing, right? I mean, don't they just, don't they just open the doors and have every tea time filled up forever? And it's hard, like, like describe to me the conversation that happens when you go to some of these premier, whether they're resort courses or destination courses about, if they actually need marketing? I mean, maybe that's the, the, the first place to start. <laughs> well, I, I think we're, we're in this world where part of it's because of COVID and part of it is yeah. whatever it is. We're, we're, I, I hate using the phrase that there are winners of COVID. Um, I've, we, I've, I've said the sentence, the exact sentence that you're about to say. I feel like I've said this before. Well, you know what? I, I really don't care um, at this point. You know, my, my mom's still going to love me if I say that golf, the golf industry is a winner of COVID. And it's been a big winner for sure. She, she may not love me as much, but it's okay. And, um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's we live in this world where, you know, golf has become a winner. It's become more popular. More people are getting the game. It's become... Uh, you know, golf trips because the majority of the trip is outside is become okay to do as, as a, you know, a destination trip during this uh, horrific time we find ourselves in as a country in the world. And, you know, so I, I think, you know, obviously now, you know, our capacity and supply at a lot of our top resorts is, is very limited. And, and that is a great question of why you would even, spend money to invest in, in marketing. And, and I think at the end of the day, you, you know, our, what we're spending, what we're marketing, I think is, you know, we're not going crazy. Like we're not like fortune 500 marketing. And, right. but, but I also would tell any client that is in a position of strength in any industry, not just golf, you should never stop advertising and marketing, even if you don't have the supply, because one, when people call up and say, Hey, like we're booked, you know, it's not, you know, maybe 1%, 2% of people that, that get that response are going to be upset and turned off by your brand. But more likely 98% of those people are going to be like, Oh my God, they're booked. Like, when can I, can I book a year from now? Like, that's me. That's me. That's my response. Yeah. (laughs) And that's most golfers response like most golf consumers are not going to be upset they'll be disappointed but they're not going to be upset by your brand if they see your marketing and and i think a lot of our marketing with our high-end resorts is not direct response you know we're not we're not doing um you know packages we're not doing discount offers you know or anything like that where you know some other places when you know, supply and demand are, are at a different standstill may do that. And, you know, we don't, I can't really think off the top of my head of any of my clients that do that. Luckily we're, we're all in a good position, but I do know that some people do that. And, there is, well, I'm sorry, Spencer. No. And, you know, so I think it's just, it's okay to, to market and, and be out there and, and especially when golf resorts and, and courses that are beautiful 
it's okay for people just to get excited to see it and and go to your website and be like, wow, that place looks magical. Like I, I got to put it on my bucket list. And, and the value and the return, you know, we'll see over the course of the lifetime value of that customer is is a really good investment. There's something fascinating between the, the differences between a, a, a band in dunes, a sand valley, and maybe a nice course that I just live locally towards, right? The course that I play often, I imagine that, uh, you know, 95% of the people that have tea times are local residents within 15 or 30 minutes. This is kind of a whole different ball game. When you start saying we're going to be a destination, we're going to cater to larger groups, the boys trips, the golf trips, the whatever, the whatever it is, how, how much of the destination bookings is it for some of these, some of these larger well-known courses? Well, I think, I think that's, that is what it is. You know, like I think when there's nothing else in the area, you know, the revenue that we get from customers is the food and beverage, the hotel stays, it's not in the pro shop, you know, the gifting, you know, things of that nature. I mean, it's, it's all included when we're looking at the business model and, you know, but, you know, advantage marketing does we work with the courses like you play locally, you know, so we're at this point, like when we first started off, we went, we luckily got an opportunity to go to the top of the premier, right. You know, the probably two of the premier golf destinations in America as our first two clients in the industry. And then, you know, from there though, like you start, it's just a different consumer. It's a smaller geographic area you're targeting. Um, you know, the, the household incomes or the price points may be different. And, but at the end of the day, like, you know, what I'm doing is just helping grow the game, like getting people to try different courses or getting people Mm -hmm. to do experiences or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, like, like you mentioned, like people 15, 30 minutes away, maybe the people who are 20 to 30 minutes away usually play a different course. But if we can get people to try our course, you know, it's, it's, it's a win. So, you know, it's, it's, we try to do it in cost effective budget ways, but there's a lot of different ways to do it. And, you know, we, you know, we love doing it. I mean, I think it's, it's awesome to know that we're bringing people to these properties and growing the game and, and, you know, people, the consumers gain something out of it. I mean, they're probably going to emotionally have ups and downs, but, you know, overall, (laughs) I think that they're getting a good return. A lot of these places, uh, even if you don't play uh, golf very well while you're there, you're still having a great time. It's still uh, it's still enjoyable. It's still beautiful. Um, you mentioned demographics a little bit there. I imagine that when you're dealing with 80 different courses in different regions, I imagine there's a lot of data that goes into your marketing, whether that is knowing your demographic, how to reach them. I mean. Uh, Run me through potentially a couple of examples. I mean, if you have a, a an older, more affluent uh, demographic, how are we getting to them? Is that via an ad in Golf Digest? Like, I imagine there are different ways that you're trying to attack your your demos here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, our firm we work with every media company out there. You know, and and you know, for the national resorts, you know, we we look at national medias to be more efficient or. But we also know our our core regional markets that we have to invest in as well, you know, to keep the pipeline going. 
but we try to mix digital like new age media with you know your youtubes your facebook's your instagrams twitter you know with you know traditional ones like television direct mail print magazines podcasts you know things like that and you know for for us you know every client's different like to give you an example you know the golf courses that we work with that maybe in theory you'd be like okay they have the same consumer as another top end golf destination but a lot of some of our golf resorts are walking only oh okay so you know and and the goal is a lot of the consumers there are gonna play 36 in a day or at least some of the days of their trip and so the reality is is actually when it's walking only and no carts you kind of have a much lower ceiling of your core consumer okay are there exceptions absolutely um but you know it's it's not as it's not the same as some other places and you know so a lot of people that want to be in carts and and have more of a cart experience and and people in carts are usually drinking alcohol more uh, like statistically because they have cup holders and hold their drink you know there's yeah, it's, it's easier lot, <laughs> yeah there's just a lot more that goes into it so like it's a, it's a very um you know different ceiling of age and and that's just like a little example of of you know that little difference between different courses where you have to analyze your your targeting ceiling and, and what media is you know really are your core because of walking versus carts you know and that's just that's one example right and then um you know some places that are closer to major metropolitan areas you know places that have spas versus don't have spas like the ones that don't have spas like you you or alternative you can't really push couple okay uh, retreats or things like that as much as you can if you have a spawn property um you know and i'm not trying to like no i mean it's so funny because like you know my my wife and i like it's it's a lot easier for me to be like hey do you want to go to palm springs because oh there's golf and spas there like we could do that that would be an easier sell than uh some of the other places so i i'm i'm laughing because i get it like it makes complete sense based on um you know generalizations of people's behavior but it makes sense yeah. And, and then also like, you know, how far people will go. Do you have lodging on site? Do you not? Um, you know, do you have 18 holes, 36, you know, there, so all the, all those things like really come into play um, when we're going through our targeting for all of our properties or any type of client. With all of this going on, do you get to, how often do you get to play yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't let my career get in the way of my uh, golf game. Okay, that's fair. So you're 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 hitting the links. Uh, I assume often enough to to keep your game in shape. It sounds like my, my game. I would be an injustice to my clientele and to myself and to my friends and whatever if I wasn't able to play. And you know, I I'd rather you know play during the afternoon or play in the morning and work at night and catch up on things at night than uh, you know be you know, tied down to my career. And, you know, I think you have to have a good work-life balance to be happy in life. And that's, that's true for everyone and everything. I imagine 
hitting the links, uh, having these relationships with some of the uh, more amazing facilities uh, on the planet, I imagine that has kind of put you into some situations where you've been able to tee it up with, I don't know, let me guess, celebrities, athletes, anybody we might, anybody we might know about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess you've uh, probably done background research on uh, myself, but yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I do have some, a, couple, a few friends that play professional basketball, but I think that's more like, um, on the friendship side, it wasn't because of, uh, you know, I think my relationships with, with the properties, but I, they may keep me around as friends just because of, <laughs> because of that. But, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to ask them, but no, I mean, I, I think it's, it's always a great conversation starter and, uh, you know, it's, it's nice anytime you get put in social settings and you're, uh, <laughs> having to make small talk with like, you know, the boyfriend or husband of, you know, the, the girls or whatever it is, it's, and they play golf. It, it really like makes those awkward social settings go by quickly. Yeah. You know, I think uh, if uh, Larry David had my career, he would probably be better off with, uh, you know, his his role in Curb Your Enthusiasm. But, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 lucky. I mean, I, I'm so lucky to be in this position and get to, you know, play these courses and have relationships with um, the general managers and the owners and, and the management companies and the people who, you know, really make, make visions come to life, you know, and, and it's just my job to bring the customers to, to their vision. But when they have done such a great job with visions and properties and, and everything like, you know, for me, it's, it's just so lucky and I'm blessed to be able to do it. Yeah. I found that, uh, everyone or a lot of people are golf adjacent, whether they play often or not, like it's, you know, uh, it's athletes are golf or other athletes are, are golf adjacent, uh, yeah. people in business, people in all walks of life are kind of golf adjacent. And it's this kind of one thing that we're able to, to tie together. And it's, it, it never ceases to amaze me how many different types of people are enjoying our game really is kind of the way I, I look at it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's always funny to see like really successful, you know, lawyers or doctors or professional athletes or whoever who have just mastered their field <laughs> and be a 18, 20 handicap and, and yeah. just keep grinding at the range, you know, and it, it's just, or whatever, maybe. And once they get the bug, it, you know, it, it's as addictive of anything in the world, to be honest. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'll, I'll echo that sentiment as well. We talked uh, about advantage marketing here, but I, I want to dive into something a little bit different. I'm, I'm wearing my, my Talon Golf sweatshirt here. I can uh, easily say it is uh, the most comfortable sweatshirt I've ever worn. Th this is also uh, a brand of yours, Spencer. We were, we were chatting a couple of, of uh, days ago, and you were describing kind of some of these offshoot brands uh that you might be overseeing can you kind of just lay out a little bit of a of a web and like wh where does where does talon golf this apparel company fit into the mix yeah so you know i at any point i have an entrepreneurial spirit and 
you know, I started Advantage 2015 and, you know, you get to a point in, in anyone's life and anyone's career where, you know, you don't want to get stale. You don't want to get bored. You want to like keep everything moving and, and forward and everything of that nature. And, you know, so for me, it was how as a marketing firm do we evolve? Like, how do we become different? And, you know, it came we have a lot of, obviously, golf clients. We have a lot of e-commerce clients that are not golf-related. Some, some are golf-related, but not a lot. And we have a lot of other types of businesses, you know, legal and higher education and real estate and, you know, things, you know, and then a whole potpourri of other types of businesses. And, you know, so we kind of, you know, we, I, I'll just say we, um, came up with the hypothesis that like, what if we had our own e-commerce companies that we ran out of advantage marketing? And so we bought a watch company called Volan, uh, a little over a year ago to kind of test out the hypothesis. It was kind of like a distressed asset. It was an e-commerce brand that was going to go out of business and we bought it and kind of built it up, built the brand up and, went through the inventory that we acquired and and then decided we found someone who, as we built it up, wanted to buy the company. So we, we held it for about a year and it was more to test out this theory. And at the same time, parallel, we started Talon inside advantage, um, you know, to, to run in theory through our marketing firm, but without actual employees, of talent, you know, like all the efforts of the marketing firm are, are, you know, just like it would be a normal client. And that's, that's really how we did it and and how we want to be different and and how we're able to, you know, the the core main product is the gloves. And, (laughs) you know, the, the gloves are, you know, for me, I go through gloves a lot. I hate paying $30, $25, for a glove and I would wear Kirkland gloves, which, you know, for me were got the job done, but you know, I've, I was also in positions where I would be entertained or entertaining. And, you know, like some people in business kind of like, cause of people identify in golf, different logos would look down, you know, if I have very expensive clubs, but I'm wearing a Kirkland club, but I'm wearing a Kirkland logo. It's like, who is this guy? I don't, I don't get it. But, so, you know, so I, I, I had a moment and um, I was playing with Golf Digest at Delaware Country Club and I was wearing a Kirkland logo and I'm like, God, this, this doesn't fit. This is weird. Um, and so, you know, I, I felt I kind of looked into it, researched it and, and, you know, decided to start a brand. And I, I wanted to create a cool logo that people would like. And, you know, the other thing I found is like, you know, so the gloves are the main product and we just, because we don't have any employees, we don't have any overhead, we're able to like provide a really quality product at a low price. And that's what the goal is. And, and that's what we want the gloves to be. And that's how it came to be. The, the, the gloves are awesome as well. Why, why is the glove the main product? I have a, I have a theory in my brain, but wh- why the glove over something else? So, I mean, that even goes back to like why we didn't want to hold on to the watch company is because we know we're like because of our marketing background as a company and the questions that I would ask a client if if 
Iowa's advantage asking this, you know, whoever started Talon, if it wasn't me, I would ask the same question or Bolin or company ABC is what is the lifetime value of acquiring a new customer? And, you know, the reality is, is that like with a watch, even if they like the watch, they're going to buy one watch and that's it. They may gift one down the road or whatever, but, you know, to do it right, then I'd have to invest a lot into new products and SKUs and even more marketing where it may not even be worth it in the long run. Um, Cause there's no real barrier to entry. Um, but with this, like, I, I don't think many other brands will be able to have a business model that we have where we have such lower overhead where that's kind of how we can keep our, our price point low. Right. And with gloves, if people like a glove they're and they're going to keep buying it and that's forever. it. So, yeah. Loyal forever. <laughs> you know, our, our site went live June 1st. I can tell you there's a guy in Michigan. I'm, I don't know, his name, but since June 1st, he's bought three 10 packs of our glove. <laughs> he's stocking he up. Right, but he lives in a cold climate. So, like, he may – I don't know this guy, and I really appreciate this guy, but he may um, be someone who, like, is like, I want a new glove every time I play, which if at our prices of a 10-pack, you know, a 10-pack is going to come out to, I don't know, 8 9 $10 a glove, whatever, you know, depending on seasonality. But, you know, for that versus, like, the same quality as a $20 glove or, th- you know, maybe he's like, you know what, that's fine, and it's better than – some of the crap products that are being sold on Amazon or, or yeah. that are not true, true Cabretta leather, you know, and, and I know like there, that our product, you know, as a new product, like has room for improvement. I'd be naive to say that, you know, but you know, for where we are and, and not having experienced manufacturing gloves and, and that, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're getting enough feedback where I'm very encouraged. Um, that we're on the right path and we're doing something right. And why we rolled out like the hoodies and the t-shirts and other stuff that is like not on course apparel. Like, I mean, people wear the beanies and the hats on the course cause mm-hmm. um, you know, they like it and whatever they like the logo, but we just found with a lot of our, and this is, you know, going back to the cross crossovers is that <clears throat> when you go in the pro shops of a lot of our resort clients, we've just noticed over the last couple of years, a lot of the shift in the, the buyers in the pro shops are sh- shifting away from your regular quarter zips, your polos, things like that. And they're, they're carrying more just comfy t-shirts and hoodies and stuff that people are like, you know what, I'm not going to wear a golf outfit every day, but I, I really like this golf logo. I want to wear it to walk to the gym. I want to wear it doing errands. I want to do whatever. So that was, that's why we've come out with these hoodies and, and uh, these really soft t-shirts and things of like that, because people like our Eagle logo and they want to wrap it and it's different and they want to be comfortable. Yeah. Gloves, gloves are fascinating because uh, really gloves and golf balls. Those are the two things that I'm expecting to replace fairly often, right? I mean, I I have my clubs custom fit. That's going to last me a while. I've got my shirt. I can wear that. I don't know how many times, but uh, yeah, I like new gloves and I like changing them up often. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think like, to give you an example, like from a marketing perspective, and I don't like to like talk poorly about 
other brands, but I'll give you an example of like Vice, right? Like, so Vice is like gloves that they rolled out after their balls are probably a similar price point. Mm -hmm. But whoever is in charge of marketing advice, and I don't know this person, I have no clue. I I don't know. But they obviously did really well in terms of like finding a customer's and selling their golf balls and, and everything like that. Like, so I'm giving them credit to a degree of <laughs> what, but one of the problems that they did is they used the word cheap okay. when they were talking about their balls. Got that it. sounds weird, but when they did that, and so people were like, oh, it's like, they were saying like, oh, it's the same quality as Pro-V, it's cheap, whatever. Yeah. The problem is when you use the word cheap, yeah. then their brand is now forever associated with cheap. And so the balls are whatever. They're like, I I don't care. I'm going to hit balls in the water. I'm going to lose balls. I, I'm bag off. I just, I don't want to spend 50 bucks on Pro V's. Like, I get that. But the issue is now every time someone sees the Vice logo, they associate it with that person being cheap. Like, so no one wants to be like, even if you like the vice logo, you're like, I don't want to wear a vice hat. I don't want to wear a vice glove. I don't want to wear a vice shirt. Like, cause that associates me versus like being like a, a conscious golf consumer. Cause I know I'm going to lose a bunch of balls and I can right. play a baseball. And it's, if they had just changed it and said value instead of cheap, their, right. their brand is so much different which and is that's probably what that's what we're trying to do and, I, and we're never yeah. going to do golf balls i'll sit here and right. tell you that. like we're not going to but i want people like i tell people this and it, there might even be language on the talent website that says this and i don't know if it's on there but it's like i'm like i want you to not spend a lot of money in your gloves so you can spend it on new clubs and going to play great courses and lessons and like that's i don't the same value goes by our glove for $10 that you would have spent for, you know, 25, 30 bucks. And over the course of it's a couple hundred bucks over the course of a year. The, the difference between value and cheap is probably trying to say, uh, convey the same message. However, one with a negative uh, connotation and the other, uh, makes you feel like you're getting a deal. You're getting a value makes a lot of sense. I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this Spencer because, uh, we'll, we'll tie this all together. When you are the best, just real quick, the best, like if, if we were in business school, teaching business school, like the, if you like, whether it's vice and talent golf or whatever you want to say, the best one example would be like spirit airlines for Southwest airlines. Like if Southwest was always like, we're the best value and they have low fares. Right. And spirits like we're cheap, but then we're going to kill you and all these weird (laughs) spirits. Like we'll, we'll get, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's really like, that's a great example of like, you know, branding and the difference of like, you know, the stigma and everything like that. Is it cool to be playing with someone? They see the glove, they say, what logo is that? And you say, oh, that's, that's my company. That's my, that's my, that's my golf company. Has that happened? Is that cool? Um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it has happened uh, many times. Uh, I guess that goes back to how often I play. Um <laughs> It, it's cool. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Some people will probably say I have an ego, but I don't think I, I have 
an ego like that where but it's it's like to me it's like more interesting like it's more like i get excited to tell them why i'm doing it mm. more than just to say yeah it's it's my company. like i don't ever take a step back in anything i do like with advantage with talent with any other ventures i have in my life i never like i'm just in it so i never like take a step back and, and think about it it's more like yeah, like this is, I saw a hole in the market. I saw a problem and I went out and just like said, right. let's just do it. You know, like it wasn't like, oh, I've been thinking about this for two years, three years. It was like, I don't know. It was like six months after I had the idea, our website was live to buy stuff on, you know, like, it, you know, so it's not like I'm a person who wants to like sit around and dilly dally and wait. It's like, if, if there's a good idea, I would tell anyone, like, if you have an idea, don't wait around for someone else to take it. I love it. That is Spencer Hattleman, CEO of Advantage Marketing, also Talon Golf. Spencer, uh, really appreciate it. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll do the plugging so that you don't have to. This, this, uh, this sweatshirt is unbelievable. The gloves are unbelievable. I'm, I'm very much enjoying them, and I very much uh, enjoyed this conversation. So thank you. Th thanks, Ryan and Rick. And if you ever need me again, just please let me know. I appreciate it.